0: Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T Jones. On our program, we'll show you how to claim both personal and financial worth. With Brandy's experiences and that of our guests, our hope is that if you are struggling day to day and paycheck to paycheck, you'll find that your life doesn't have to be that way. Now, here is your host, Brandy T Jones.
1: Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T Jones. And we ha- we have a really ex- exciting program coming up today. Um, I have a friend, Ronnie Joy. That's what I call her, Ronnie Joy. And I love her her, her middle name, which is Joy's her middle name. She has such a wonderful personality, along with being a very beautiful redhead. Um, I have enjoyed knowing Ronnie. We met some years ago through a business networking and we was co-author of a book and I'm gonna give let her tell you a little bit more about that later but you know when you see Ronnie it's just because of her name and not only because of her name she brings a lot of joy with her she travels through this this place we call world with joy and it just comes out all over all through all every one of her pores just comes out with joy and I'm really pleased and honored to have you on the show today ronnie so welcome
2: i thank you so much what a beautiful introduction and i hope i live up to your expectation today brandy
1: you already have my dear i want to tell the (laughs) tell the listeners a little bit about you and then we're going to go on and i have some questions to ask you if that would be okay absolutely yes
2: i would love that well i'm also not only known as ronnie joy krasner i'm ronnie joy the midlife dating coach And that's Mm -hmm. why you invited me to be on your show,
0: to Mm -hmm. talk about
2: finding your soulmate in midlife. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm excited about um, sharing this information with you and your listeners today. And I became a certified life coach shortly after my own divorce uh, back in 2000. Um, At that point in time, after my divorce, I, I wanted to share my life again with someone. I knew that. But getting back in the dating world at that time felt really daunting. But I just mm-hmm. took the plunge anyhow, and I made a lot of dating mistakes, uh, <laughs> but I learned a lot, too. Uh-huh. And I also found, Brandy, that I was uh, repeating the same patterns of behavior. Right. And not really attracting the type of man that I thought that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up becoming, uh, a couple of years later, in 2003, became, I became a certified uh Uh, life coach and became actually a certified soul coach and Mm -hmm. and and then i made a decision i'm going to do things differently i'm going to create a different life for myself and to attract the type of man that i wanted in in new and healthier ways Mm -hmm. and that's how over time um I just did regular life coaching, and I saw a need. I saw a need for midlife singles that I mm-hmm. was coaching that, you know, there was a theme. There was a theme mm-hmm. of, you know, this is happening in my life and that, and, and I want to find someone, and I'm having a hard time. And mm-hmm. so because I had experienced it myself, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought, you know, this is a, a very nice niche for me to mm-hmm. to get into. and And that's how I mm. became
1: the midlife dating coach wonderful so now i have a question i have it's a two-part question so i'm gonna ask it together and then i'm gonna sit back and let you give us the answer uh what is the importance of being ready to date is one part of that and then what are the negative dating patterns that you you had mentioned a little bit as well in your your process to get to where you are now so can you tell us a little bit about both of those questions
2: sure you know they actually go hand in hand so thank you for that let's see the importance of being ready to date, well, that may not be something anyone would even consider. they think, you know, I, I want to meet someone. <laughs>
0: they
2: may not reflect on where they are at that point in time. Are they still hung up on an ex? Are they in a good place with their own selves? Are they loving mm-hmm. enough? Mm-hmm. You know, it right. doesn't have to be 100% or perfect. But those are important things to know. and. And is there clarity? Is there clarity of, of the type of person that you're wanting to call into your life? And are you making time for that person? Are you? Do you have such a busy schedule that you mm-hmm. don't even have time, even though you think you do? Mm-hmm. There, there are things like that, um,
1: mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm, it makes a lot of sense. So, you know, and I have experienced that myself, being single now, um, working towards a relationship, we, we do fall in those traps of comparing our exes with the, what's going on right now, who it is in our life right now. Or me, for example, I know some things I did wrong or I thought was wrong in the past that I want to correct now in the new relationship. And it's not necessarily I need to bring any of that with me. You know, this is a exactly. new person, a new relationship. I need to start fresh and just be open to changing as we go through trying to become and develop a relationship. Is, am I on the right track?
2: <laughs> Very well said. Very well said. I mean, you know, I know you, I know you don't want to quit your day job, hon, but maybe you'd want to think <laughs> about doing some dating coaching too. Because <laughs> you're right on track there. You really are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I like when you said that you had the time the time to reflect on mm-hmm. things that, that you had done or said and that you want to do things differently now. Mm-hmm. But I'll mm-hmm. tell you something, Brandy. It's one thing to think that, and that's a very good awareness. But, and I always say it's an inside-out job. It's mm. working on ourselves first, getting to mm-hmm. a really good place of, of ourselves, um, recognizing fears and insecurities, you know, bringing them right. to the light of day. You know, right. you know, we all have fears, and and especially we in do. midlife, it's like you know mm-hmm. get, getting back into the dating world again. But mm-hmm. let's take a look at them. You know, let's take mm-hmm. a look at those fears, and mm-hmm. and as we explore them, it's just a, it's a wonderful thing because as we explore them, we can just decide, okay, well, I'm, I'm afraid, of, you know, the body image that I have, or that mm-hmm. I might treat this new love in a way that I treated my ex, kind of like Mm -hmm. what you're saying, not that Mm -hmm. that's what you did, but Mm -hmm. reflecting on those old relationships, I think it's wonderful to have the time and distance to reflect on them and see how we can make changes within ourselves so that we react to conflict or whatever it is that we can reflect in a healthier way, and we can react actually in in a healthier way.
1: Right. You know, and cause I can remember back in my twenties or thirties, even that I would go from a relationship to relationship and it was all good. It was fun then. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was dating and we did a lot of things. But when my longest relationship I've had, other than my marriage was, I was in a relationship for 13 years. Well, when the relationship was dissolved, I didn't want to jump back into one really quickly. So I took about 7 maybe 8 years just mm-hmm. to be with myself, to explore what it meant to be Brandy T Jones, what it like. what made me happy, what didn't make me happy. So I learned a lot about myself before I even thought about being involved in a dating situation you know i didn't even date for a while i hung out with friends and family and mm-hmm. just explore what it felt like to be in that arena because i hadn't been in that one in a long time
2: exactly. so it and me. that's
1: a beautiful thing that you did for yourself mm-hmm. absolutely yes and, and it felt good so when the when the time came for me to catch somebody's eye I was ready within myself to know. Yes, it's time for me to venture out again. So, thank you. The I was on the good track. That was good. You I liked totally that.
2: were. You totally were. <laughs> and there are some people, even in mm-hmm. midlife, that um, don't take that route, and mm-hmm. they might just go from relationship to relationship to relationship, mm-hmm. and repeating same negative patterns. Same negative of, patterns, of that, right? That's, you know, updating or or somehow choosing the type of person that really isn't good for them, exactly. um, and, and then they wonder why they're unhappy or wonder why mm-hmm. there's so much conflict and strife, and, okay. and is it worth it, and, you know, there's no good men out there, or, or there's mm, no good all women those. out there, <laughs> or all of, all of these limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. because that inside job, that, you know, that inside training or um, relating to oneself was not there.
1: Mm -hmm. So I have another couple of questions. And um, how old is midlife? What do you consider (laughs) midlife?
2: I get asked that a lot. Um, (laughs) Midlife can be, I I honestly, I'll say it's whatever you want it to be. But I I find that my clients um, are generally uh, starting from like their mid 40s up into their Mm -hmm. 80s, truly. Uh, Most of my clients, though, are in their 50s
1: and 60s. Okay. OK, well, that's that's a good age. It hits me. I'm over that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, right. And then we have just a few minutes. But can you can you tell us and I might have to stop you in a bit because we're going on our first break in a little bit. But uh-huh. how is midlife dating different than dating in our 20s? And I know we touched on a little bit of that, but mm-hmm. can you give us some more examples of that and. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it briefly. Sure. Um,
2: Well, when you think about being in your 20s, um, maybe the mindset is marriage and children, career, you know, the whole life ahead of you type of thing. And maybe you've gotten out of high school and knew a lot of friends or college and knew a lot of friends and you were in these social situations that were just very organic. Well, Mm -hmm. in midlife, perhaps you're widowed, divorced, never married, and a lot of years have gone by and, you know, maybe you've gone through relationships that didn't end very well Mm -hmm. and getting back into the dating world can be feel really scary and daunting and how do I even do it and what about all this technology and pressure from friends and family
1: to get back into the dating world as well. Right, right. It it does. It is quite a difference other than we just out there in the 20s having fun. Exactly, And then when we get older, now we want to have a companion. We want to have meaning behind being in a relationship or having someone to share things with us. Our interests change as we get older. True. But uh, and we still want to have fun, too, you know, Brandy. We still want to have mm. fun. Yes. Well, we do. We have fun with higher <laughs> interest <laughs> expectations. <laughs> right. Right. We do. All right, so listeners, I hope you stay in tune with us and hear some more about what how Ronnie defines midlife dating and get some tips. Maybe you're out there looking and wondering what can you do. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones. Three keys to breaking the debt cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having five dollars can mean never feeling broke again. Share your five dollar story. Tell Brandy how you saved. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at Brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's Brandy at endthered.com.
2: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or
0: laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to one 866 613 one six one two. That's one eight six 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 one three sixteen twelve, or send an email to end the red dot brandy at gmail dot com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life.
1: Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and I have the pleasure of talking with Ronnie Joy um, Ronnie you know has she she's such a delight and I'm not going to go into any further anything further with that other than to tell you that Ronnie and I shared co-authoring a, one of the books that you know that's that one of my books that I have just come out of and the name of it's Come Out of Hiding and Shine and in in this book that Ronnie shared with us it's just a touching story i read it I'm going to tell you the title is Breakdown to break through. And the first sentence in here says, you don't want to know the truth. You don't want to know the truth. So I'm going to let Ronnie tell us in her words a little bit about this story and what, what inside of her enticed her to write it because it's such a powerful story. I reread it this morning. I have chills still from it. So we're going to go on in that. And then she's going to tie it into what's the important part of that when you're dating, when you're getting back into that midlife dating situation, how this story played a part in her life. Ronnie, you're up. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know,
2: Brandy, it was such a a delight to have been a co-author with you. Um, you. You know, just from the experience that we had of, of, of co-authoring this book, there, I think, were 30-plus co-authors, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we had um, weekly or bi-weekly calls with the compiler, the yes. yes. Hulk writer, and mm-hmm. it was such a delight sharing this journey with
1: you. Mm, Thank you. I appreciate it, too. And like you say, when we had our co-calls, we got to know each one of them, even though we're all over, you know, we got to know each other and connect in a way that only people that's of like mind and like hearts can do. So, yes, I really appreciate it. And thank you.
2: And I totally agree with you. Yes, yes. And so you'd like to know about the chapter or how it came about
1: Anything your little heart desires, it's (laughs) you. (laughs) Okay, okay.
2: This chapter, Breakdown to Breakthrough, was uh, based on a discovery that I made as an adult about my childhood. And that first line, you don't want to know the truth, that's what happened to me when I was driving in my car after I had made this discovery. and, And I was questioning myself of, did this really happen to me? And I saw in big, bold letters in, in my mind, it, actually, as I was driving, I, I saw the words, yes. you don't want to know the truth. And that was something that was told to me um, by a therapist when things were starting to become uncovered in my life, and I was making a discovery um I won't get too much into it, but it was channeled right. in- information of, uh, uh-huh. you know, you need you need to have time alone, Ronnie, no dating, no, uh-huh. um, you need time to, to, to think about things because you don't want to know the truth, is what I was right. told. And oh. I, I'm hoping this makes sense. I'm kind of going like, you know, the present day of the, the past. Um, That's but, perfect.
1: Okay. People can go on, they can go on to Amazon.com and purchase the book and find out the rest of the story.
2: Exactly. Come out of hiding and shine, but it was a discovery of of my past of of of, of, of actually past abuse.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so what's kind of amazing, looking back on everything that's happened since then, Brandy, five days after the um the final editing of our book, it wasn't out yet, but we had our final edit. We had a call about our final edit. Five mm-hmm. days after that, I received a phone call from my primary care physician that after my last, latest mammogram, um, I had breast cancer. Mm. Mm. And yeah, it was pretty shocking. And within two weeks, I mean, a lot happened a lot, lot, lot testing, this, that, and I had surgery. Mm-hmm. And. During the recuperation, the surgery was um, June 30th, not quite a year ago. And during the recuperation, I really just focused on recovery. I wasn't seeing clients. I wasn't doing workshops or anything like that. What I was doing, though, was reflecting on my career I and mean, being a midlife mm-hmm. dating coach. And did I want to do anything different? Do, did I even want to do it at all? I mean, there were all kinds of thoughts that came to my mind. And then something occurred to me, Brandy. I thought, I thought of my husband. I'm in a second marriage now, and mm-hmm. a very happy second marriage.
1: Mm-hmm. And and wonderful! In, Congratulations! Thank you.
2: We married in 2009, and 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 I'll tell you, you know those words and sickness and in health. Well, we didn't know we were going to be tested, and right, yeah. So it's almost like you, there are different sides of a person's. Um, personality maybe we Mm -hmm. sometimes never see or sometimes we're forced to see it well i knew my husband was a wonderful man but i'll tell you something i i didn't anticipate having ever having cancer or having surgery nor did he but i did know this that when I first got the diagnosis and had all kinds of questions, and sometimes I'd wake up in the night and, and I'd say, well, what about this and what about that? And I would talk to my husband, Jack, and what I realized is he just gave me the bandwidth to be. I'd mm-hmm. ask those questions. He knew enough. He, he didn't have the answer. He just allowed me to vent, to cry, to be however I wanted to be. And if he felt that he had an answer or needed to say something reassuring, he did. He was the shoulder to cry on or the arms to
1: be put around me. Mm, that's sweet. That's sweet. But that's with that's the partners. When you have the right partner, that's, that's the kind of experience you have.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, with the right but partner. What occurred to me, though, was during this recuperation and figuring out what were my next steps for the future besides getting better, I thought about single women who've had breast cancer or maybe anyone who was single that had cancer or a serious illness. And I thought, mm-hmm. how did they cope? Sure, they had friends and family and support, hopefully. But what if they had entertained the thought, or even had a partner in their lives, In their lives, what if they entertained the thought of, I, w- I don't want to go the rest of my life alone. I, I want to be with someone. Kind of like mm-hmm. what midlife singles go through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought about them, and I thought, well, I had a feeling that they would immediately put the idea out of their mind because what are they thinking? Maybe consciously or unconsciously, they'd think, I'm damaged goods, who's going to want me? I'm Mm -hmm. disfigured, who's going to want me? Mm -hmm. And all of those negative or limiting beliefs that would so easily come to mind if you've been through surgery Mm -hmm. or had this diagnosis and had this Mm -hmm. fear. And, I mean, I knew how I felt. My, my body was different. Mm-hmm. My breasts were different. And it's like, you know, coming to terms with that, with myself and with my husband, what would it be like for somebody who was single that had this diagnosis and surgery and treatment? Mm-hmm. So I decided to put my focus on uh, helping midlife singles that have had cancer or serious illness, as well as just what I call mainstream uh,
0: clients.
1: Wonderful. That's a that's a really nice place to be. At least they have the support now and you can help them through that as to when the right timing to discuss this, how to get the support they need with their partners or with their future to be able to express this. That's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You you know, and sometimes we have to go through things in order to be able to use it or share or help somebody else, support somebody else. You can only talk about what you know after you've gone through it. Absolutely, and that's the blessing.
2: That's the gift
1: Mm -hmm. because if there's
2: any gift, I mean, there there are several gifts or many gifts, but not that I would wish this on anyone by any stretch, Mm -hmm. but there are gifts here. I mean, there are gifts Mm -hmm. of getting in touch with yourself and what's really important and things Mm -hmm. like that. And this is a gift for me because, again, I... You know, even prior to getting the diagnosis, Brandy, I I, I was at that time considering a career change in terms of what Mm -hmm. my coaching was going to look like. Mm -hmm. And not, you know, it's just, is it coincidental? I don't believe in coincidences. I think that everything happened in divine order. Absolutely. This happened to me, and and just as you said, this was an opportunity for me to wake up to the Mm -hmm. idea that Mm -hmm. this is something I can do to help people that
1: have exactly. gone through it. Exactly. Now you just mentioned divine order. So I, need to ask, I want to ask this question. How does the law of attraction affect diva, d- d- affect dating?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you as I said, divine order, you can pick up on the fact that I, I approach things in, in my own spiritual way. Some clients yes. might call it woo-woo. I'm just being me. And the law of attraction for me in terms of dating it's, um, what I've always said, even for myself, it's not my timing. It's divine timing. So what that means to me is relaxing into the fact that I'm setting my intention that I want to find my, my soulmate. Mm-hmm. However, I'm turning it over. I'm turning it over to, to source, to whatever you want to call your higher power. If you so choose to believe in a higher power, if you want to call it God, love, the universe, source, whatever it is to an individual. And my feeling is if we turn over our thought of, I want to call in the soulmate into my life, and I'm going to turn it over to you, God, it's having that intention. It's setting the idea in motion because everything first starts with a thought and -hmm. later comes out into physical or concrete form. And if we approach dating in that way, if we approach calling in our soulmate that way, it it kind of releases or reduces the stress of thinking, is this going to happen? Can this happen for me? It reduces the fear that one has because you feel Mm -hmm. like you've got some help on your side. Mm -hmm. You're turning it over. But that also means looking for signs, looking for action Mm -hmm. steps to take, perhaps
1: having a
2: coach to help you along. You know, those types Mm -hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's um, for me also this law fail, having this law of attraction and, and and considering divine timing, it's enjoying the journey instead of having right. all the stress that sometimes is involved. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, they, you know, and I, I like that part of, of jo- jo- uh,
1: enjoying the journey because you know, and I believe wholeheartedly in that whatever you want to call it, spirit, higher power, whatever you call it, if you release it. It takes it gives you the time to relax. It gives you the time to work on self and know that you have support out there that's looking out for your best interests. Exactly. You don't have to do it all by yourself and we never have to do anything all by ourselves. I don't Mm -hmm. know why we want to. You know, but, you know, some of us have to be stubborn enough to want to do it all by ourselves. But on And that some of note, us have I'm, to be
2: reminded, Brandy. Some of us just I'm, have to be reminded of it. You know, because sometimes yes. we might know it, but we get caught up in our lives and, exactly. and and fear or whatever it is. And it's like, if you have this reminder, it's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Right.
1: Because I'll so hold you, on to, i think tell hold people on to that, that thought, Hold me, on to that I'm thought. We're ready to go on our next break. Oh, okay. I'll come, continue When we when come back. Come back we will be able to explore some more of the law of attraction and how it plays a part in, in dating and other areas in our life. Don't go back. Don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back.
2: You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success.
0: Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the Money Whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at Brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's Brandy at endthered.com. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get Simple and Practical Steps to Face the Reality of Your Situation and Overcome It. Find Keys to Creating a Budget that Allows You to Get the Things You Really Need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook.
1: This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success.
0: This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandi T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1 866 613 1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life.
1: Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I'm your host, Brandy T. Jones. And I know listeners, if you're just now joining us, or if you've been with us before, it's a matter of, you know, the my title is Journey to Balancing Your Life. And balance your life means a whole different things. I work with finances in my particular balancing of people's lives. Ronnie helped people balance their life through dating, coming out of the you know, the younger dating se- section, coming into your midlife. All of this is balancing because in to create our world and our environment and the area that we want to live and enjoy and have joy through. We have to have balance. And part of this balance is, you know, when we're having um, in the dating process, we also need to be concerned and be considerate and work with the balance of when do we do the sex thing. You know, we don't want to get into a lot of details about that, but I do know that sometimes people take the idea that we have to jump into that right now to know whether we're compatible. But there's more ways to balance that out with just not that being the one. So, Ronnie, do you have any ideas about that? Is it when is it too soon, or when do we do that? If are we talking about sex, baby? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you know, part that's of a, the a very good scene. question,
2: Brandy. Um, mm. of, of course, in any relationship, sex isn't really the glue that holds us together. And mm. um, in midlife, look, we, we've had, you know, most of us have had those sexual experiences. So it almost seems that we might getting back into the dating world, jump into sex more quickly. And the thought of that for some could even be nerve-wracking, especially if maybe you haven't slept with someone in, in 20 years or so. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had clients, and that was the case. Or maybe you, you've you had lots of sexual partners along the way, and and now you're really, you know, but you're still not finding the one, that one that you really want to settle down with. So that being said, um, I think it really helps to have some thoughts about how to make that first sex with a successful mm-hmm. to an ongoing intimate relationship with a person mm-hmm. that you really want to spend the rest of your life with, so to speak. Um, and my feeling is don't have sex right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's sex on the first or second date usually means a short relationship. Now, mm-hmm. am I saying, no, don't ever do that? It's totally up to an individual. But if you mm-hmm. really, really think that this, that you, you hit it off with someone and you really think this could go somewhere, it it kind of behooves you to, to hold off, hold yes. off and really get yes. to know that person.
1: Yes, yes. And
2: you know, it's sex changes things. It changes mm-hmm. your chemistry. It changes your partner's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you may not realize it, but it does. And it, it, it makes that going forward into a relationship. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. So it's something to consider to, to hold off.
1: Yes. Um, you know. It, yes. And I was going to mention something you said real quick was an intimate relationship, you know, and I have a friend that also is a part of love coaching and what have you. He has told me many times that to him, when you say intimate it's into me, you see. Mm. So when you, when you take the sex out of it, put another word in it, put intimate and so that you get. Part of that person, because that's what you're doing. You're sharing much more of yourself through the act. So if you say into me you see, then you can figure out how much do I want to show right now? Do I want to do I want to take this out so that the relationship will last? Is this the one I think I want to be with? So then be the intimate part. Be those intimacy areas, do the little things that create intimacy and then you know into me, you see Perfect Brandy,
2: very well (laughs) said thank you, absolutely
1: Mm. So thank you
2: There are some important things to know about sex too mm -hmm. Um, As we know, there's STDs it happens Mm -hmm. to anyone uh, at -hmm. any time So Mm -hmm. um, It's important to talk about your sex health before you get physically intimate Mm -hmm. and plan safer sex with condoms. Mm -hmm. And I hope one doesn't think that that makes you cheap. It doesn't. It shows your concern for yourself and your partner Mm -hmm. by using Mm -hmm. protection. So that's really something to consider. Also, as your relationship uh, deepens and becomes more erotic, talk about what having sex means to you. Mm -hmm. Have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And find out, is it a declaration of love or like, or just attraction. I mean, you know, find out are you are you both on the same page?
1: Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's great advice. I like that. That's really good advice because sometimes we don't even think about it. We just do it, and then that's it, and we don't know. Exactly. Exactly. You went into it excited and came out of it very dull, and say, "Oh, oh, now what?" All right. So now, can we move on? I want. I'm really excited about you giving us some dating tips. Oh, sure. So, can it's we move to on you. to that? Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yes, I sure. Oh, can I ever? I got a couple <laughs> hours. <laughs> um, I always talk about dating and dating tips. You know, in terms of either online dating or what I call dating in the wild. Mm. Uh, I have plenty of clients that say to me. I just don't want to do the online thing, and I'm just shaking my head, uh-huh, uh-huh, I understand, I understand. <laughs> well, who wouldn't want to meet somebody organically, right? You know, you just uh-huh. want to meet them as you're going along in your life. But I, I have found with in midlife and in dating, um, sometimes that happens, and that's a great thing, where you might have a friend or a relative introduce you to someone, and, and things work out. So often, my clients will say, I have told my friends, and they don't know anybody. I mean, they just don't. And I have given them other approaches and ways of meeting uh, men or women um, in an organic, offline way, dating in the wild. And, you know, there's different things to consider. Um, your coworkers, if you're still working, maybe they don't know what your status is. You know, you can let them know. uh, Perhaps you don't know this about me, but this is my year. I'm single, and this is my year to find someone special. Perhaps you Mm -hmm. know someone.
1: Right, right.
2: Something like that, because if you don't mention it, it's kind of like networking. If you're not going to say what you do or what you want,
1: no one's mm going to know. Exactly. It's putting it out there in the universe so the universe can help you. There you go. There we need to just open up and share what we know, you know. And the way the society is going now, there's a lot of meetup groups are just popping up all exactly. over the place for whatever that's interest exactly there is. Right, that's So if you have tip. a lot of interests, you know, you right. can find a meetup group. Online find for a media, meet yes,
2: and find a meeting group for the things that you like to do. Exactly. Because then you'll find someone with shared interest. Whether mm-hmm. it's that potential partner or someone that you meet that seems like a great person, that's when you say to them, "You know, I'm single and I'm looking for somebody. You seem so nice. I bet you know a lot of people. Exactly. Would you happen to know
1: anyone? Yeah. So there's there's so many different ways. Definitely. All right. So tell us some more about. Sure. I'll get into the online dating thing.
2: Um, well, if someone is resistant to online dating, I can understand that. But I'll tell you this, Brandy, that online dating, is a, is, this is where you're going to cast the widest net. And this is where you're going to have practice. This is where you're going to find out more about yourself, even, as you date people, men or women, as you date you're going to find out more about yourself. Oh, I want this. I don't want this. You're going to get clearer about the type of person that you want. You're going to get clear about yourself. Maybe you're mm-hmm. going to learn things about yourself that you didn't even realize. Well, with mm-hmm. that being said, I'll give you some pointers for online dating. First of all, when you're writing your, your essay or your profile, avoid cliches. I, you know, If you were to go online right now, Brandy, you're going to see people that write, I love to walk on the beach. You know, everybody loves to walk on the beach. And you live in Montana, right. (laughs) Let's be a little bit more original. Avoid the cliches. Right. And and, and talk from your heart about you Mm -hmm. in such a way that it's not, and it's not a laundry list. I want this and I want this and I want this and I want that. I mean, that would totally turn me off. It's more about talking about yourself and what your life is like. Because if you talk about yourself and what you're doing in your life, it gives a person who's reading this a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Are they intelligent? Are they worldly? Mm-hmm. Uh, is, that, is family and friends important to them? Mm-hmm. Are they well traveled? Without having to say it, you you can show if you're if you have uh, funds and means mm-hmm. to live, or if mm-hmm. you like to volunteer, or. Or anything about your life at all, what your home is, if you like to entertain, if you like to cook, all kinds of things. So there are ways of saying what you like in a profile without having to say, and I want this, and I want this, and I want this. Because the right. person reading it is going to say, "Ah, oh, I, I can picture myself with this person. I could fall into mm-hmm. this lifestyle. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Yes. That's one. Wonder- I like that one. I like that. No laundry list. Make no. it a picture. Give them a picture of what you look like. A little exactly. snapshot of coming into you, your home. Exactly. Nice. Hey, speaking of mm-hmm. pictures, what about mm-hmm. the
2: photos that you want to post? Do we mm-hmm. have time for that? Yes. Okay. Um, be honest. Be honest. None mm-hmm. of those old photos. Sometimes people will post an old photo and you know hook up with somebody and have a date and and they're 20 years older than what their photos showed. Yes. I mean, nobody yes. wants uh, How do you yes. believe somebody? You have mm-hmm. to be honest yes. with what you say in your written word, in terms of your age even. Yes. People might disagree with me on that one. So be honest about your age. Be honest about your photos. Make
1: them current.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's
1: ha- a really good... Uh, idea and thought and rule to have because a lot of times we do we look better we feel that we look better when we're younger but most time it's not even that because we can always be presentable you look as good as you do wherever you are you you just have to get out of that thing I don't look this way no you have to be positive about it so that the other person looking at you can see which how you feel Absolutely. And that comes through in your pictures. So with that thought, we're going to go on a short break and we'll be right back. Listeners don't go away.
2: You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success.
0: get your own copy of the free ebook from brandy t jones three keys to breaking the debt cycle find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt, and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having five dollars can mean never feeling broke again. Share your five dollar story. Tell Brandy how you saved. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at Brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's Brandy at endthered.com.
1: Voice America Women Your passion starts here.
0: This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandi at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life.
1: Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and I have had the honor and the privilege of talking with Ronnie Joy this this hour, and right now we're going to go back. I don't want any time to go far. I want her to be able to tell everything she has in her heart to share with us, and I think she's going to give us some date ideas, so listen up. I Also, Ronnie, I would like for you to tell our listeners how they can connect with you, and I think you have a free gift for them, so it's on you. Go for it.
2: Will do. Well, thank you, Brandy. Let me let your listeners know how they can get a hold of me if they would like to um, have a complimentary phone session. Or I also have, um, in addition to that, a, a free report that I have on my website, and the way to get to that report, which is called Seven Mistakes Midlife Singles Make with Online Dating Profiles, is to go to my site and it's called um, themidlifedatingcoach.com. That's themidlifedatingcoach.com.
1: Mm, okay. And this and it's have, all you? And
2: I have some great ideas for um, midlife singles. When they start dating and ideas for dates of where they mm. can go,
1: mm. so are you willing to share some of those?
2: I'm so willing to share because you know sometimes you run out of ideas. I mean, how many mm-hmm. times you're going to go out to dinner? Or, I mean, I mean that's fun. It depends on your interest and the and your partner's interest. But here's some ideas. Um, well, speaking of food, you can search the <laughs> city for great food trucks. I mean, that's a fun thing to do, mm-hmm. and and since you know in the dating world whether you this may be a serious relationship in the beginning maybe not um you know you're, you have to budget you have to have some money to to even afford to do some dating whether it, even to go on online dating sites you have to budget that that in as well so if you're if you all your dates are just dinner and a movie dating can get expensive and some men and women split the bill but if um, you're going to do things traditionally. Sometimes the man pays more, but whatever the case may be, things can get pricey. So, so here are some really good ideas that don't have to cost a whole lot of money, and one of them is the food truck. Uh, or go to a local film society and get free or inexpensive screenings of movies. Or you can go to different lectures or performances at, at universities and college campuses. You can go outdoors and preserve nature. You can join a con- conservation crew for a day. You can participate in trail cleanup or other environmental group activities. I particularly like that one. Um, if that speaks to your heart, I mean to, to do to do something jointly like that. It's doing something great for the environment. You could feel good about yourself, and it's, it's a fun date. I mean, who
1: does something like that? And, and if you say you like and, to like to enjoy the beach, they have beach cleanups as well. There you that go. could be fun.
2: Exactly, exactly. And you can attend um, a dog show, a horse show, or agricultural shows. Mm. And, you know, especially if you're a dog lover, that might be fun for you. Mm-hmm. And those are very nominally priced. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, that's even a great way to bring out your date softer side. I mean, you know, Absolutely. there's all kinds of advantages <laughs> to these things, right? Now you can also go to a, a local poetry society or a library or bookstore mm-hmm. and listen to free readings from visiting authors. I mean, that's if you're if you're book lovers or even if you're not. I mean, it's just to me these are fun things to do. Um,
1: no, you And do it, if, it's during the, if it's during the summertime, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many festivals going on during the summer times. Exactly. So, you know, you can be outdoors and enjoy each other. And, you, you know, you can you can do some laughing. You, know, once, you want someone to have we fun all with of it. it to they laugh and how they there. behave you know? <laughs> in different situations. So,
2: yes. Exactly. Hey, you can even cook together. I mean, if you absolutely enjoy- <laughs> We all have to eat. So why not prepare the meal together? If that's what you both would enjoy doing, um, or maybe one of you likes to cook more than the other, well, everyone can use a sous chef and start chopping up the vegetables or something, right? And yeah. uh, okay. you know, you could even be dancing in the kitchen together with that one. There uh, you go. <laughs> exactly. There's always there's always time to, to get cozy. Uh, yes.
1: yes. Uh, you yes. can even
2: rent a, a movie or two, and uh, you know, or TV or miniseries, and make your own popcorn and. Make that a date. And uh, as you said uh, about the beach, or maybe just get up early or or watch the sunset or sunrise or sunset and enjoy a nice breakfast or Mm -hmm. um, maybe a midnight snack or whatever it is. Um, Or -hmm. see the stars in a clear night. Mm -hmm. Things that um, don't involve spending money at all and enjoying what life and nature in the Bay Area has to offer.
1: Yes, yes, you know, and those those are all such wonderful, wonderful tips. You know, I am, um, I've done most of them. I, I like doing different things. I like putting a little picnic basket together and just getting in the car and riding. And then all of a sudden, you get hungry and you stop someplace. You know, mm, um, road trips are always fun. You well, know, road trips are you, see how you can learn a lot about being in a car with someone. You know, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it could be, it's, it be great. It could be great. Ronnie, I have enjoyed having you on the show. You have been a joy to my heart and you know, all your information has been wonderful. You, you walk your talk. Because I know that you you express joy, you you're in the midlife crisis like I am, you you don't have to date any longer because you have your date on a twenty four seven, and that's <laughs> wonderful, you know. But you share the experiences that you have gone through to help support others. You've like I say, reach back. And now you're willing to support the other ones that's out there that don't know what to do, but they want to start dating, you know. And, you know, if you're, if you're not looking for a committed relationship, having a companion, someone you can just call and say, hey, let's do this, let's do that. That's all some sometime anyone needs. But these tips work no matter how or where you are in your life. These will help you to have whatever you want to have as far as relationship is concerned. So, Ronnie, is there anything else you want to share with the audience and our listeners before we, uh, for the end of the hour?
2: I just want to say thank you, Brandy. This was a joy on, on my part to share my experiences and any dating tips or anything that might be useful to your listeners I'd be happy to be part of their journey if that's what they choose to do, mm-hmm. to call in their soulmate or, as you said, a companion. Whatever mm-hmm. it is that their their heart wishes. Brandy, you're a wonderful host, and I appreciate all of your questions mm-hmm. and your
1: encouragement. Thank you so much. You're you're so so welcome. And is there tell us one more time how listeners can connect with you if they so choose?
2: You bet. They can go to my website, themidlifedatingcoach.com com. if anyone would like to call me I'm at 510-336-0904
1: that's wonderful and listeners once again we have learned how to balance our lives and we're on that journey to do this whether you want a relationship whether you're struggling with your finances whether you have something else going on in your life remember journey to balancing your life includes all of that, but it first starts with you. It starts with you having a happy medium so that you can have enough energy to do all that you want to do, to be open for new things to come into your life. All of that's balanced, and we're on this journey together. So again, thank you for sh- listening to us this week, and we will see you next week at the same time. Thank you again, Ronnie, for sharing your time with me today.
2: My pleasure, and
0: thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to catch the next episode of Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll see you then.